0: Welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome back to Okie Podcast. On this episode, I have a uh, very special guest. Uh, He is an actor. Uh, He is also a retired architect. And he also does like a lot of other cool things too. And uh, I'm just going to get to know him better and uh, hopefully y'all get to know him better too. His name is David. C. Tam. Is that right? Yeah. That yeah. That's right, Russell. Okay.
1: Hey, Russell, I appreciate you letting me be here and share all kinds of <laughs> odd stuff. You're probably going to learn more about me than you really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but really, um, it's great to be here and to um, share things. And hopefully, it won't be just, um, I don't know, just weird weird stuff unless your <laughs> audience is into weird stuff they probably we'll are they probably are. yeah it's yeah, all good they'll like it yeah
0: <laughs> well uh david um so for the listeners uh do you uh could you introduce yourself um just sure. uh where you grew up uh where you came from and you know what what else you've done before acting and what okay. kind of led to okay. that okay that journey of acting you know
1: okay well i so i mean i'm originally from Miami, oklahoma Mm -hmm. and uh uh, i was born and raised there home of steve owens uh my parents had a wholesale greenhouse business that they had for about 35 years and so i kind of grew up in that kind of environment and i'm just an oaky guy from an oaky small town and um But it's unusual the way I got to Oklahoma. My parents um, kind of migrated here. My dad's originally from Hawaii, and my mom's from Ohio. And they had met in college at Ohio State. And uh, when they um, got married, one of the places my my dad got a job offer was Oklahoma City, And um, the other choices were like Connecticut and Michigan and Ohio and places um, in the Northeast. My dad decided, well, Oklahoma City will be a nice, warm environment. (laughs) So he uh, took a job while my mom was finishing school at Ohio State. And um, then my mom came out later, and she was horrified when she flew on the plane, landed in Oklahoma City, and the first thing she said was, oh my God, there's no trees here. And so she just about cried and wanted to go back to Ohio. But uh, eventually uh, they bought a business in Miami, Oklahoma, and um, that's where I was born and raised. And the um, interesting thing, I originally wanted, when I was a young child, I wanted to be an astronaut. And Mm. it's kind of one of those professions that, Every kid has, you know, some sort of dream thing that's kind of off off the scale. But um, later on, I, I, I wanted to become an architect, uh, mainly because I had artistic talent. And I had an uncle who's an architect that uh, worked in Ohio. And he actually stayed with us for a couple of semesters going to no- Northeastern Oklahoma A&M College. Um, and so I learned about what he was studying and learned about architecture and he was also a really good artist and so i just wanted to emulate kind of that sort of thing um being able to draw and being creative i like the idea of uh, being able to design things and construct Mm -hmm. things and it's probably one of the most awesome things to be able to create something and see it completed and built and people appreciate um what you've done for them it's it's an interesting it's an interesting profession Mm -hmm. yeah man so um, I went to uh, I attended school at the University of Oklahoma studied architecture there and uh, later on got married and um, we moved to Tulsa Uh, I had a job offer in Jinx and so worked for a small architect there And um, I've been in the Tulsa community ever since. Um, Yeah, so I worked as an architect for about 23 years. Wow. And then (laughs) due to some circumstances, I went through a divorce and changed professions and thought, you know, um, I think I want to do acting because there were points in my life where um, there are things that happened that kinda of pointed t- pointed me in that direction. And so I thought, um, yeah, I've I've always kind of wanted to do this. Another one of those, you know, dream things that you have as a as a young person, like, yeah, I'd wanna I wanna be James Bond. I wanna be on the big screen, I wanna um do this thing that that's called acting, but you, you always sit there and think it's it's like Um, trying to be a rock star. You know, it's like, yeah, everybody wants to do that, but your chances are like zero Mm -hmm. (laughs) of getting there. So you don't ever truly address that as a serious um, career choice. But after I retired from architecture, um, I decided I was going to give it a shot. Mm -hmm. Um, Had some interesting things that came along the way that um, gave me opportunities. Um, When... My son, uh, who's my oldest, was three years old. We were um, living in, in Jinx, and um, we got tapped for a commercial, um, a Christmas commercial for Kensington Galleria, which is no longer around, but we got tapped to do this commercial, the three of us, um, Christmas shopping and all that, and that was just kind of like an out-of-the-right-field sort of um, opportunity and so that kind of got me thinking you know um yeah this is kind of interesting Mm -hmm. Um, I had other opportunities to be an extra in some films like Twister (laughs) which tells you how old I am (laughs) but um you know a lot of things I couldn't do because of my job as an architect and it just took too much time yeah. Um. You know, it's kind of hard to say. Oh, yeah. I think I'm gonna take a couple of days off and just go over here and, you know, try being in a movie, try doing, uh, something like that. So the opportunity opportunity came along and I just took it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. After, after I had been married for twenty eight years and went through this um, divorce, I met another lady, and she. <laughs> She and I were together for 12 years, and Mm -hmm. she was kind of interesting in that she had done all kinds of interesting professional things, Uh, ran a lawn and garden sales company. Uh, She'd been a radio DJ. Um, And, you know, we, we kind of found this point where we just, we're on the same track with on everything. And one day there was an um, opportunity to be an extra in a film that was shooting in Bartlesville. And we thought we'd go um, give it a shot, you know, be an extra. And this was going to be a big-time movie with Ben Affleck. And we go uh, to a hotel, uh, the Doubletree, to um, see what we could do to become an extra and we're waiting in line for like hours. And there was like three or 4,000 people wanting to be in this movie just to be an extra. <laughs> Holy crap. And we, uh, <clears throat> we were standing in line and the heavy fill out forms, um, you know, basic information. You go into this conference room and you hold up this number and, and they take one picture of you head, head on. And then, then they go, okay, that's it. We'll let you know if we can use you. (laughs) And so we were, we were kind of going, well, if that's all it is, that's okay. We'll, we'll wait. We're waiting in line and this guy comes up to us and he talks to us and kind of interviews us. And we didn't know he was interviewing us. And he goes, so you two are married a couple? Yeah. Um, So what makes you, want to be in a movie what 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 are your interests here and so we kind of said well you know we always kind of wanted to do this sort of thing and so after after a long interview he goes come with me we're going somewhere else into this other room and i was going but we're gonna lose our place in line (laughs) what is this that we're doing and he said no this is a much better place so he takes us uh, into this area where there's like two or three other couples. We go into this room uh, two at a time. Um, they had a, one side where they had a woman with a camera and another side with a, um, a guy with a camera. And we were going to be... We didn't realize that we were actually going to do a screen test mm-hmm. uh, for for a small speaking part for this movie. But we didn't know it at the time. And so we're kind of doing this screen test and tell us about yourself. That's always a thing actors get from uh, casting directors. So tell me about yourself. You know, why are you, what, what, what makes you interested in doing this film or whatever? And that's always one of those questions you kind of go, really? <laughs> I hadn't thought about this. <laughs> but, um, we kind of did that sort of thing they took some head shots some body shots um and it probably took about 45 minutes and then they go okay here's why we're doing this and they explained to us what the role was and we were going oh boy this is our very first time to try to be in a movie and we're already getting a speaking part (laughs) But unfortunately, we didn't get the speaking part. Another couple oh. from Bartlesville who lived there and were also uh, a married couple, they got the speaking part. But that's okay. We not, not too long after that, we had an opportunity to be in a sci-fi film. They were shooting in Guthrie. And that sci-fi film <laughs> was the, originally called Higher... Um, what was it called? Um, Hire something or other. But they eventually changed the name to Apocalypse, Ret- And the whole gist of that movie was about how these Russian people, Russian government officials were turning into rats. <laughs> and so this U.S. senator goes over to Russia to warn them about why this was happening and so on and so forth. So it was a strange sci-fi movie. Um, we were going to be extras in this as uh, White, White House press corps people. And um, we're real excited to do it. They're shooting it in 3D. We'd never seen how they shoot 3D, 3D movies. They They set up cameras on both sides of the room and take positional shots and... So supposedly this movie was going to be also offered in 3D, and they were going to show it on the Sci-Fi Channel. And so we were real excited. But I really liked doing it. My wife, not so much. She Mm -hmm. said, you know, this is not really what I thought it was. There's too much waiting. Um, I thought there'd be a lot more action to this. And... If you want to do it, that's fine, but I'm not going to do it. I'll support you. I'll back you Back you, if you want to do this, but I really don't want to do this. <laughs> so that's kind of how it all started. And that was probably back in 2010. Oh, and, really? Yeah. So uh-huh. I've been doing acting uh, for films, commercials, um, even did... Um, a music video where I have a speaking part. So Damn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was kind of a by accident thing too. There's a lot of things that happen by accident. Uh uh-huh. and the way I look at it it's it's all it's all intended to happen. There's there are no accidents. Yeah. Yeah. It's all
0: blessings. Yeah. yeah for real. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, um, I didn't know uh were you in Twister or no?
1: Um I was going to drive out there to uh, Uh Wakita and decided it was going to take two or three days just to be an extra in it. And it seemed kind of far away from Tulsa, so I kind of didn't do it. Mm -hmm. I came this close, (laughs) you know. But uh, you you, you kind of find out that all kinds of films um, want... People as extras, and we've we've really been blessed here in Oklahoma, having so many films that come here to shoot. Um, I don't think my career would have had quite the uh, drive to it if I lived like in some place like L.A., for mm-hmm. instance, where you pretty much have to be in a union, and to be in a union, you have to have experience. So, how do you get experience if you're not a union yeah. member? That sort of thing. But Oklahoma has been good to me. Yeah. It really has. Yeah, yeah it's picked up. Um, I was just
0: talking about this the other day. It's really like the film industry is really picking up here. And uh, I honestly, well, let's see. We moved back in 2015. I started working at River Spirit. And oh, yeah. I've seen that. Like, you know, I. I I was on Facebook, and I started seeing, like, all these casting calls for different movies. Uh-huh. And um, I wanted to do it, too, but, you know, I oh, work yes, a full time, full-time full time job, though. And then we lived in Tahlequah, so I was driving
1: uh-huh. uh,
0: from here to Tulsa, back and forth. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. like, three months, because we were staying with my brother. But um, I don't know. Was it before that? Was it, you know, getting busy then? Because I don't really know the time when the film industry started, you know, really coming here to Oklahoma. I don't really they've know. Been,
1: they've been coming here, let me think. I know probably, well, back 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 to um, the days of things like Twister and um, the one that Brad Pitt and all of them were in that they shot here in Tulsa. Um, the Outsiders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, occasionally the, there were movie companies that would come here just specifically for the location. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it started picking up um, when Hollywood started getting way too expensive. And so and they were looking for other places to do film film work that mm-hmm. was less expensive. And Oklahoma being a right-to-work uh, state, um, you can you can do production a lot. Less expensively, and also with the uh, film incentives that the state offers now, man, that's a bit been a big boom. Oh yeah, I remember know, that attracting uh, attracting film companies to come here and getting tax breaks. Yeah, uh, for doing work here, and uh, other states unfortunately have caught on to doing that too. Yeah, <laughs> so but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, so I'd say probably it was picking up pretty good uh, just before 2010, maybe 2008. Yeah. Kind of hard for me to say because of my involvement when it, when my involvement actually started doing film. So Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of guessing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: still a long time though. Yeah. 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 Because um, I lived in New Mexico from 2007 to 2015 and so i was like i wasn't i mean i come home for like breaks christmas break yeah but i didn't know what was going on around here yeah you know i'd come home and i'd hang out with my family and i'd go back out there to go back to school so i don't really know like what was going on around here it just seemed like because when i was growing up uh We'd come to Tulsa, like me and my dad, go to the movies. And there wasn't, like, a lot of things to do because we just had the mall. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The movies or, like, nothing really to do even when I was, like, maybe, like, 16 when I was able to drive. There's, like, a few concerts here and there. Yeah. But not, like, now. Like, now, like, there's things going on. Tulsa, Oklahoma City, you know, all these different casinos they throw on, like, all these different shows, sure. and there's always, like, stuff to do now, and then, like, I, <laughs> and then, like, the movie business is here, and it's, like, everybody's, like, Yeah. they, they have acting classes in Norman, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, like, yes. all kind of things now, and it's really cool that, you know, that's happening here, you know, it
1: helps us stay. Oh, yeah. And, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. growing up all around us, and, mm-hmm. and. A lot of my actor friends are starting to do uh, their own short films, um, writing things, producing things. Um, I, I do writing. Mostly what I do is uh, fiction and poetry, and i have kind of trying to make a stab at, at uh, doing screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Um I've done some things where I do mu- musical lyrics. Um, <laughs> I'm not exactly the best musician, but when it comes to doing lyrics and things, I, I'm pretty good at doing that sort of thing. That's and, cool. and I've also looked at doing some things more on the production side of film. Um, for a long time, I did still photography. And so I've got kind of an eye for... Um, composition and framing things and and i even watch movies um to look to see how they're how they're shot and sit there and think how would i do it differently um when you're on a set too, seeing the way they do filming uh is interesting and you kind of start thinking in those terms like how would i do this differently Mm -hmm. but uh, it's it's all good um i was recently in a Uh, a short called Dad um, that this um, young guy um, created Uh, he does these really short films um, and it's basically him and his camera and he recruits local actors to participate and um, he's got a good eye too uh, for for stuff but you know it's kind of popping up everywhere yeah everywhere And, um, um, and that's a good thing because the more creatives there are out there doing things, the, the better, um, the overall environment, the more stuff that can, uh, happen. Um, Oklahoma has been really blessed with all kinds of talent. I'm sure you know that, Mm -hmm. um, people who are actors, people who are astronauts and, and, uh. Uh, Miss Americas and musicians, and I mean, we have people that come out of the woodwork that become internationally known, and and I think a lot of it has to do with the work ethic, um, the creativity, the drive to do stuff, that, that um, we're not going to let this get in our way, we're going to do this, mm-hmm. even when people tell us we can't do it. Or we have a dream and we want to fulfill that dream. So yeah, this is a place to be.
0: Yeah, for sure. Man. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear you say that, man. Like uh it's I think it's uh everything you said is like spot on yeah. <laughs> about the state, you know? Yeah. Because uh I don't know. A lot of people think that not a lot of talent comes from here, I guess. Yeah. And so Usually, it's uh like OU football. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But OU, OSU, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, I mean, there's like a lot of people that, like you said, acting, doing music, doing all kinds of stuff, you know? And uh, there's a few podcasts that are around here. I checked them out because I was trying to look for a name for this one. But <laughs> I ran across, like, all these Oklahoma podcasts. And some, like, I've checked out some of them, but I haven't checked out all of them. But, I mean, I think it's cool, man. I think everybody just needs to. Well,
1: I, th- I think it's wonderful that, that you've you uh, jumped in to create a podcast because it's, a, it's, really, um, it's really a good creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just goes to show you that there's always all kinds of opportunity if you look for it. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people want to monetize social media. <laughs> they want to monetize TikTok. They want to monetize uh, Instagram or or YouTube or whatever, and that's fine. But I really think that you're selling yourself short if you're if you're only in it for the money. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then you're trying too hard. And you're not really living in an authentic dream or vision. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh. I'd like the show to get sponsored, but if it doesn't get sponsored or whatever, then I want to keep doing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I want to keep doing go. it because I think everybody has a genuine, unique story to tell mm-hmm. of where they came from or if they got in trouble and, and how it all led to what they're doing today. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, and I'm just like, I don't know like like you like we met like a few times but I've we've never like sat, sat down talk, and yeah. talk like this so yeah this is also a good thing for that too you know i'm reaching out to people and meeting a lot of really cool people that
1: yeah
0: you know are doing things that they want to do and and it's really cool to have these little conversations you know because i'm getting to know you and you know you're getting you're getting your uh story out there and how everything came to be and you know i just want somebody to probably listen and just be like you know believe in themselves oh sure know? yeah
1: there's there's all kinds of opportunity if people you know one of the questions i get asked a lot is so how do you get into film work or how do you get to to do commercials and um i don't think i could ever do that um how did you get started and it's kind of one of those things where, if you look and you and you uh, are open to really learning and putting in the work, um, yeah, you can do it. And one of the good places to start is finding finding a casting director, uh, getting on their email list, uh, looking for opportunities there, taking classes. Um, there are classes in Norman. There's also been classes here in Tulsa. Um, by different acting coaches, um uh, that you can take. Um, and so the opportunity is there if you'll look and, and you have the confidence that you can do it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm convinced it really, it's sort of like doing artwork. I used to do, um, um, all kinds of uh, paintings and drawing, uh, do acrylic painting, and people would sit there and go, well, I can't do that. And I'm going, yeah, you can. You can learn to do, anybody can learn to do anything. And it, and don't sell yourself sh- short on what talents you have. Sometimes it may not be the exact same talent as somebody else, but if you look, you'll find something that you can really wrap your head around and get into and go, yeah, I love doing this. Mm-hmm and once you once you find that, then um yeah, it'll take you there, it'll yeah. take you there, yeah, so
0: yeah, that's what I'm beginning to learn too, like um just trying something like could be art art, maybe, but I used to draw in high school a lot, and that was okay, you know, but yeah. i I stopped doing it for like two years, and I just became horrible. So like, (laughs) I actually went out to art school Uh and that kind of just fell on my lap to, you know, leave this state and go out there. And, and I was like, I didn't know what to do. You know, I wanted to do music production Uh and my aunt said they did have music production. So I took my SATs and I, I don't know how I got like a. I think it was like a 14 or 1500. I don't that's know how. Good. I don't know how. That's good, man. I don't know how that <laughs> happened because I was that's... like, probably hit like a low score.
1: No, no, no. Just like that's, be stupid. That's <laughs> good. That's about like what I, that's about what, what I did. I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to attend Rice University in Houston. Uh-huh. And it's kind of one of those brain schools like, like um, Cal Berkeley or MIT or, you know, one of those deals where you have to have a high, SAT score and uh, yeah there you go <laughs> you, you do the score you can go you can go to that school but I tell you what it's kind of one thing to take a test and it's a whole different thing to survive yeah um, survive the school I'm, I I had tried to get a an engineering scholarship uh, for Rice University and I, I got one of these letters that said well you were a finalist, but unfortunately, we have so many qualified candidates that you just didn't quite get there, but we wish you well in your future endeavors. <laughs> and when I think about it, um, it kind of forced me to go, well, I can't. I really can't afford rice, which is a, a private school, mm-hmm. very expensive, and without the scholarship yeah that wasn't going to fly but I'm glad that I didn't get it because it would have killed me Mm -hmm. the academic um, pressure uh, how hard they are on on students you know whether you're a freshman or not you know it's like yeah it's excruciating so I ended up going to OU which I'm really glad I did because that was a much better fit for me Yeah, and so and and i'd like to say that you know some people who are looking at going to college and sometimes it's better to start out in, in a in a community college like TCC mm-hmm. and get your feet kind of going uh get your feet wet and and try to experience college first so you don't end up <laughs> fucking out but uh, no seriously um College sometimes isn't isn't for everybody, and sometimes it's not for people right away from high school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, take your time and and explore your options. Yeah, yeah that's the thing to do. Um, I even taught part time at TCC uh, back when it was Tulsa Junior College, and and I was a laid off architect. <laughs> <laughs> Um, But that was a good experience. Um, what did you teach? I taught small business management, oh, yeah. and intro to business. And my wife then um, was teaching um, accounting out at the Northeast Campus. And um, so we were in kind of a spot when I got laid off. She was pregnant. We were building a house. And I was going, man. The the uh, in, the environment is just not there for finding a job. So I was unemployed for longer than I care to mention, and um, was hired as an adjunct professor at TCC, and that kind of helped carry us too. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, Again, you know, you have to look for opportunities and do the things you need to do. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had interesting experiences. I worked um, construction building houses, big houses. I worked heavy construction where you build bridges and do highway stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I've worked for borders. Uh, as a bookseller, when Borders oh, yeah. was here, I remember Borders. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, and you meet interesting people and have interesting experiences. That's how I met my second wife. was mm-hmm. Was at Borders. She was writing. Um, she was trying to write write this novel, and she was going to the cafe there over at the store on Yale, and I was going there doing the same thing writing and i'd see her every day and i one day i said you're either a teacher or you're a writer which is it she goes she was kind of freaked out at that because she goes i'm a writer how did you know (laughs) well i see you here every day and you're kind of doing the same thing i'm doing (laughs) and so uh yeah there are no accidents things Things happen for a reason. So, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. And that was kind of at a point where um, I was going through, well, I was trying to think. I think I'd already been divorced and was kind of looking for other work. And then I eventually thought, you know, I spend so much time here at Borders, I think I'll get a job here at Borders. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was good for a couple of years, <laughs> But uh, yeah, you you have to kind of go with the flow and.
0: Mm-hmm. Now yeah. were you at borders when? Did you quit on your own, or did did they shut down? When you, you know were there? that's
1: a, that's an interesting thing. I um, kind of quit on my own, and um, I was I was looking at doing some other thing. And the and and the interesting thing about that, it was probably six to nine months later. I mean, I knew the inside that Borders was struggling and they were having problems and they're changing CEOs and things and I'm kinda going I kinda saw the writing on the wall and was going, Yeah, we may not be here too much longer So no. I I kinda got out and then sure enough I it's probably six months later they they announced that they were closing all the Borders, and that was kind of a shock because I had made lots of friends mm-hmm. there at Borders, and some of those people had been there many years. Um, um, the manager we had was an awesome manager. He had been with Borders probably almost his entire working life. Wow. So, yeah. then. It sucks. It yeah, does suck. <laughs> the stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, stuff like with this um, coronavirus thing, nobody saw this coming, and uh, the economy and everything just kind of going crazy, and and people getting sick, and you know people are struggling, and it really beats down on people, and I think people kind of are going. Well, how, how do we emerge from this? What, what can I do to get out of this? Um, I really sympathize with everyone's financial plights. Um, you know, um, it's not a good time. But again, you've got to look for the opportunities and you, you've got to have hope. And I'll say one thing <laughs> you got to trust God, and God will will find a way to take care of you. Um, And there are no accidents. Mm. Things happen for a reason. Um, I could tell you how... um, You know, I was married for 12 years. My wife passed away in 2018. Oh, man. Sorry about Um, that. She had gotten pneumonia and was in the hospital for like 31 days. And that turned into sepsis, which is fatal the ironic thing was she was actually improving and then suddenly she took a turn for the worse and they called me almost three o'clock in the morning said you got to come down here she's not going to make it and so I was there when she passed away but the interesting thing is that um my girlfriend that I have now in Enid she and I met through acting, and my wife then, who had passed away, had actually met her. We had gone to um, a, um, we were filming a Oklahoma Lottery commercial, and there was just the two of us. And so my wife got to meet her, who eventually became my girlfriend, Mm -hmm. who actually helped me through her passing. Mm -hmm. Again, that was no accident um especially when you you understand how she and I met my girlfriend and I um that's a whole different story <laughs> <laughs> we uh, there was a casting call for this Oklahoma lottery commercial and it required two people a man and a woman mm-hmm. and I went to my appointment in Norman and I went early I went an hour early and I was going, uh, I'm early and everything. Can I do my audition early? And they said, oh, yeah, sure. We're going to pair you up with somebody since it's a man and a woman. And you're going to do a little improv thing for your audition. And so the, the woman that they paired me up with <laughs> became my girlfriend eventually. But we had a really got really good audition. And... Um, Afterwards, I was kind of joking. I said, you know, wouldn't it be funny if we got this, this job? Because it paid pretty well. Wouldn't, mm-hmm. it, wouldn't it be funny if we got this job? And we did so well. We felt like we did well. And she was kind of going, yeah, that would be cool, but I don't think it's going to happen. And then uh, not long after that, we got she got a notice and I got a notice that we had been booked for the commercial. And she goes, so... I'm pretty sure you're the guy that I auditioned with. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> she had emailed me and I said, yeah, that's me. And so we we got to do um, that job together. But the interesting thing was we actually met each other about three years before, I think. Um, there was a commercial that we were shooting in Oklahoma City at at the Chesapeake arena for Nike and Russell, uh, Russell Westbrook was in it. And that was one of those deals where they wanted like 2000, 3000 extras, you know, to fill the arena and do this thing and that. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, we show up and the money's really good. It's like $300 for two days. Um, just to be an extra. So we show up, and the interesting thing is there were so many people, and they moved us around so much, and we really couldn't figure out how this commercial was going to work. And um, I was sitting in this section as part of this crowd, and this woman was in front of me, and she was with two young boys. They're probably probably in their 20s. And she was she was kind of <laughs> raking him over with what do you mean you're bored you want to quit don't quit you're not gonna get paid you got to stay here the whole two days and so on and so forth and and I started laughing at that and I kind of jumped in I said yeah guys listen to your mom <laughs> you know where else are you gonna make three hundred dollars this easily <laughs> you know for so such short work and they're going yeah but this is boring and you know we don't want to do this anymore and and all that and so i actually met her then and not realized it at that time she had blonde hair mm. so later on when we did the commercial mm. she was she had dark brown hair and i didn't even make the connection at all that mm. that was her and then we we kind of made this um Oh, in, in discussing things that we've done before and all that, we kind of can't go, Oh, you were that lady that had the two two uh, teenagers or, or uh, college age kids that didn't want to be in the commercial. I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny about all that was um, sometime after we'd been together, um, after, you know, since my wife had passed we'd been together and um i was looking through some old photographs that she took from that time where we're shooting the westbrook commercial and i was kind of down in this tunnel area and i was standing by russell westbrook and she had taken this she's trying to get a picture of russell westbrook (laughs) and they tell you don't take pictures while you're doing these commercials and don't take pictures of stars or any of that, you're going to get kicked out. But mm-hmm. she, she kind of got some pictures and she's trying to get a good picture of Russell Westbrook. And she actually got a better picture of me than him because the light was better on me. <laughs> and she didn't even realize she had taken a picture of me. And I was looking at that and I said, hey, you remember taking this picture? And she went, oh, my God. <laughs> I took a picture of you, and I didn't even know it. (laughs) So, again, you see, Russell, things do not happen by accident. Things happen for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, that's a... That's pretty... That's that's a a really good story. That's like a Twilight Zone thing, right? You know, it's like, yeah, we actually met long before, and yeah. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. What I can even send you a, a copy of that picture if you want. Yeah. Email it to you. <laughs> yeah, I love, it's, yeah. I want to see it.
0: That's really cool. Holy crap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What? It kind of blows your mind. Yeah, it does. It? Yeah. You know, it's kind of one of those things you want to see in, in like, a, like Hall, a Hallmark movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yes. You find true love.
0: You're going to oh. write that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll write it. Wow. That's a... Uh... Man, that's crazy. That's a real interesting. Uh...
1: I told you I had weird things to say. <laughs>
0: that's really cool, though. Yeah. Just show that, see that picture.
1: Hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is she didn't even realize that she had that picture. I was yeah. looking through all these pictures <laughs> that she had taken. And I said, because the, I guess the main reason why is because when I go do film shoots, they tell you, you don't don't bring a camera to the set, don't bother other actors. They want to keep everything under wraps, and I understand that. Mm -hmm. And there are people that like to sneak pictures, and it's not to say that My girlfriend does that all the time. It's just that she just happened to do that because she was close Mm -hmm. to where Russell Westbrook is, and and there are a lot of other people doing it. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, we want pictures of Russell Westbrook.
0: (laughs) Who wouldn't?
1: Who wouldn't, right? And uh, so that's kind of how that happened. But, um, you know, since I... I never do that. I was going, you know, I wonder if there's any good pictures from that Nike um, commercial. Um, Because I'd like to see if if there were some good pictures of other stuff, not of me (laughs) necessarily. (laughs) And that just kind of blew my mind when I saw that. I'm kind of going, yeah, that... What are the odds? Just, yeah. And and the funny thing about that photograph too, there's like one other guy in that picture, this little shorter guy who's supposed to be like Russell Westbrook's. Um, I don't know if you'd say like a trainer or he's on the training staff, you know, somebody like that, kind of dressed with a tie and everything. And mm-hmm. and I was dressed like a fan, so I had a Nike shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> there you go <laughs>
0: man that's really cool yeah does she uh i know covid's all last year yeah um but does she still like act and everything
1: oh yeah we we yeah. we try to do things together and mm-hmm. uh, we try to do things apart um sometimes you'll get a casting call that's you know in particular they're looking for someone who's a woman, you know, Caucasian, blah, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. And with me, a lot of stuff that I go for, they want people of any ethnicity or, or um, I like to have on my thing, I'm an ambiguous, <laughs> <laughs> which, no, not sexually, just ethnically ambiguous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, we try to do stuff. The interesting thing with, with all this virus thing, is it's really changed the way we do auditions? A yeah. lot of auditions we do uh, remotely or by video, mm-hmm. and a really good example of that, um, she and I a couple of weeks ago were in Gulf Shores, Alabama, taking a little one-week vacation during the ice storm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, we get this casting call for uh, this commercial for this company that. Does leaf things for your gutter. I'm not going to mention the company because oh, yeah. there's lots of them. But anyway, they they were doing a casting call and they wanted a man and a woman. So we actually did a filming thing remotely from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? For that commercial and submitted it. And um, um, there's a lot of auditioning things that I do uh, for. Uh, this lady that's located in Texas, mm-hmm. yeah, opportunities pop up, you can just get out your, get out your ring light, your lights, set up your background, you know, mm-hmm. um, mic yourself up, um, I usually do stuff with a, with a smartphone, but, you know, smartphones are good enough to, take really good video, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so, that's w- the way I do a lot of, a lot of auditions now, which mm. is kind of strange because in other times you go to the casting director's location and then have a camera set up and they go, they go okay, we're ready. Um, do a slate. Slate your name. Tell, tell us your name and how tall you are and who you're represented by. And then, uh, and then they go, okay, whenever you're ready, <laughs> you do your part. And um then they go, Well, thanks <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of it's kind of like one of those things where you're kinda of going, Okay, so I don't get any feedback, did I did I do good? Did I not do good? And mm-hmm. you don't know until afterwards, usually, you know, mm-hmm. they'll they'll let you uh know um with an email that congratulations, you booked it, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it saves a lot of trips going to Nor- Norman or wherever. Yeah, that's sure. <laughs> true. Especially from here. Um, but I, I, have, I have done some pretty good traveling. Uh, I was filming a Chickasaw Nation um, recreational commercial down in Sulphur, Oklahoma. And that was during kind of an icy period um, a couple of years ago. And I was there, and I get this call from this production company in Dallas saying, we're interested in using you in this movie. Can you, do you want to do it? Can you come to Dallas? And I was already in Sulfur, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I was going, yeah, sure. I'm more than halfway there and I'll be going south away from all the ice and stuff. Yeah, I'll come down there. So I, I did about three days of filming on this movie uh, called Hooking Up. And um, yeah, I was... That was a lot of fun and really something unexpected. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even do an audition for that. So no, really? Yeah. Wow. They, I guess, saw me uh, from my, um, it was either IMDB or uh, my talent agency's site. And they saw me from that and said, yeah, we think we want to use you. So. Damn. Yeah. Again, things yeah. don't just happen by oh. accident. If they're meant to happen, they happen. Uh huh. But, uh,
0: what agency are you with?
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm with Magna Talent Agency. Uh huh. Yeah. They're located in Norman. A great agency. Uh, the, the, before I signed up with them, I was doing, um, things on my own, booking things on my own. Which was okay, but it just didn't get as much activity as, as I would have liked, and so then I signed up with them and interestingly enough, when I signed up was the same time that my girlfriend signed up we sang, we signed up at the same time mm-hmm. um, um, down there and so it's been it's been good for us um, but um. It's it's kind of a curious thing that, um, you know, there are people, I think, who are trying to do acting and they go, Man, I just can't seem to book enough stuff. How do you do it? Um, you just got to keep putting yourself out there, applying for stuff, keep taking classes. Um, I've taken improv classes and acting classes and voiceover classes classes and um voiceover is actually a good area to get into mm-hmm. it um it's like commercial work it actually pays pretty good oh really yeah but, you, done? but basically you need a microphone you need a computer you need uh, the software that can help you with with um doing the recording and you just need a really quiet place yeah you know uh to do your your voiceover work and the interesting thing is you don't need the equipment to manipulate what you recorded because they would rather the client would rather have that product in a raw state so they can ma- manipulate it the way they want so they can get the sound that they want so you just do the best you can as far as far as doing a good uh, voiceover uh, product Gotta be enthusiastic. <laughs> Gotta have that energy. <laughs>
0: have you done anything with voiceover yet?
1: I've done a tiny bit. Yeah. And uh, I've not really focused on that. I've most mostly focused on on film work and commercial work. Mm-hmm. And even during this time with the with the COVID virus, um, I've gotten to do. Well, I was working on on this movie called Reagan, which is a biopic about Ronald Reagan, and they were shooting it in Guthrie. And I was in the middle of that, and there was a casting call for a commercial for this Oklahoma City restaurant. And right in the middle of that, I booked it, and it was like, okay, I've got a free day here. I can go do this commercial, and then come back and work on the Reagan movie. But, uh, yeah, you you just got to keep going at it mm-hmm. and trying to quantify um, how to get there and what it is that they're looking for. Nobody really knows because I'm always surprised at at some of the stuff that I do book. The mm-hmm. um, good example is um, Devin Energy was wanting to uh, do an industrial, which is like, A um, in-house video for for training employees and so they wanted Hispanic people or Latino or or whatever and (laughs) I I thought you know I think I'll apply for that and see what happens and I Uh got a part as the father of a Devon employee and I was supposed to be Hispanic and so interestingly enough, only half of the people that that booked that were actually Hispanic, and I think maybe one person actually could speak Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other others were either Native American or um like me who's kind of ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I've got a I've got a real interesting um ethnic background so if you care to hear let's hear it (laughs) i didn't want to bring it up but uh. (laughs) well i always get this thing of hey brother (laughs) are you are you indigenous (laughs) what tribe and i'll go no i'm not and they go really come on it's okay you can (laughs) you can you can can say i used to get that in college Uh uh-huh um But um, my dad's from Hawaii, so he's uh, Chinese and Hawaiian. And my mom is (laughs) German, Scotch, Irish, um, Czechoslovakian. And I actually did a genetic DNA test probably about a year or two ago. One of those deals where you spend like 500 bucks. I mean, it was like detailed, And it gives both your father's side of your DNA and your mother's side of your DNA. And I think most most of these DNA tests, they just test you for your mother's side. Mm. It's less expensive that way. (laughs) (laughs) But it, it turns out that not only do I have those in my ethnicity, but I also have some Native American, mm-hmm. like a very small part. I also have some um, Car- Caribbean, there's some <laughs> some tribal thing located in the Caribbean or maybe South American, and I'm going, really? How can that happen? But it's there. It's in, it's, it's in the DNA. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing with this test is it shows you, they even have these graphics for your father's, DNA where it's traveled from and your mother's and they all started kind of like in Africa and you can kind of see them moving. You move up into Europe, you move across Europe, you move into Asia, you, you move from Asia to, you know, to Hawaii or wherever and it's like, wow, that's really fascinating and at each point they show um, that portion of your DNA that's expressed along the way and this hmm. is of course over, I don't know, thousands of years Mm. yeah so you never know russell where you (laughs) actually come from (laughs) maybe i should do that (laughs) yeah but um that i've worked with that are really great native american people um kyle kavika harris he's a director and and um film producer actor uh, really cool guy. Mm-hmm. You should get him sometime. Hmm. What's his name? Kyle Her- Kyle Kavika Harris. Is he
0: on your friends list? Yeah, I have yeah. to look him up. And, yeah.
1: and actually, he's Hawaiian and Choctaw. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Where you another connection. From. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. have to hit him up. Yeah.
0: I'm always down to reach out to anybody. Yeah. You know. That's cool. Yeah. You have to remind me though, because uh, I forget a lot. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> yeah. I'll remind you. Yeah, remind me.
1: Yeah, he's he's done some stuff that um, has gotten um, recognition by film festivals and Sundance, you know, um, good things like that. Yeah. There, there. We have people in Oklahoma that can do some really good things. Yeah. 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 Another another good film um wild indian was shot here in oklahoma and i think it it got recognition at sundance mm-hmm. recently so
0: were you were in that too yeah or
1: uh i was a lawyer you are a lawyer <laughs> it's very small part
0: <laughs> i was in that too
1: uh were you
0: well like we did a we did a it it was the funeral scene
1: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. And so I saw this thing on Facebook, and they said they were looking for, like, powwow singers.
1: Okay. And so, so you did that?
0: Well, like, <clears throat> I put in were my stuff. Were
1: you a singer or were you a drum person? It, or? It, was a,
0: it, it was a crazy thing. But so anyways, I sent my stuff in. I was like, ah, we'll see if I can get it. So they emailed me back, and they're like, yeah, we want to book you, you know? And I was like, cool. And I said, so here's the scene, you know, like uh, it's going to be you and, like, I don't know, five or six other people, you know, holding a drum singing yeah, at this yeah. uh, person's funeral.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, I don't know, like, like, I know, like, some songs, but I don't really, like, sing, like, uh, like Native American. Like, okay. I, don't, I don't really, like, I'm not a singer in that, you know, sense, but okay. I was like, whatever, I'll, you know, I'll get in and I'll just fake it, yeah. <laughs> fake it till I make it. So anyways like i was like cool you know i was pretty excited i was like this is gonna be cool you know i've never worked on like a a set of like indigenous native americans like i've never worked on a set like that i was like you know i just wanted to go and yeah you know probably meet some new people and uh just kind of see what that's like so it's like the night before or the evening before so they tell me i'm you know they want to book me so i'm like cool and then they email me again, and they're like, "Okay, well, we can't like, we can't we can't get a hold of this person that's supposed to be like the lead singer or something."
1: Oh, okay. I
0: think is that, that's what the email said. So now you're gonna be a pallbearer. Oh, in the email, so I was okay. like, "Okay, cool." So, like, what do you want me to wear? Like, they're like, uh, "It's kind of like a, it's supposed to be up north." Okay. It's setting up north, and uh, you know, just try to wear like a, I don't know, just basic stuff. Okay. And I was like, okay. And if you have like any native American like stuff, like a hat with bead work on it or something, like maybe wear that. I was like, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. So then like I get another email saying, okay, like the drum, drum things back on the drum (laughs) groups back on. I was like, okay, cool. You know? And, And then, uh, so that email came around midnight and then filming started at, they wanted us there by seven.
1: Oh no. And I
0: had to go to, uh, guthrie yeah and i was like man i gotta go to sleep <laughs> like and i couldn't sleep for some reason i don't know why i just couldn't sleep
1: and then it... hey you're not the only one <laughs> I, I i get that too yeah. i i i know that i've got i've got to shoot i've got to meet or i got to be on set like at seven <laughs> o'clock and i'm going man i need to go to sleep and so then it's like you know okay okay <laughs> I'm only going to get three hours sleep here. Can I do this? (laughs) What is that? Well, you get nervous or excited.
0: Yeah, I guess I was excited and just kind of like ready to do it. And so, man, like uh, I didn't go to sleep until like 2. I just kept laying there and I was like, I need to go to sleep. And I somehow fell asleep. I woke up and my alarm went off at like 4.30. Yeah. So it went off at 4.30 and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I wanna drive over there. And so I got my stuff and I took like I don't know like extra clothes just in case they wanted me to change and yeah. started driving over there. And uh we got there and uh there's people there that I've met before, like yeah. some natives that I met before and there's like this other guy that I met and he was really cool and they were like they i guess they scrapped that drum group scene i guess and they're like oh no all right so now like you guys are going to be like funeral attendees and i was like okay whatever <laughs> you know i don't care it keeps <laughs> changing <laughs> yeah. it, it kept changing and then uh got there and we were waiting around for probably, like a couple hours and we're all just in the bottom like basement part we're just like chilling like yeah. telling stories like just having a good time finally we got to go up yeah it was just a funeral funeral scene so i'm like I'm like walking in and I sit down yeah. and uh and then other people, there's like three people up on the podium. I forgot what they were doing. Did you have you watched it yet? No. No? I know it was at Sundance. I was wanting to go but I didn't go. <laughs>
1: I mean <laughs> I'd it was... be I'd be excited to see it, but you know, it's it's kinda like like a lot of these films, it's kinda like, Well where do I, where do I get to see it? Yeah. How can I see it? Is it on is it on Amazon Prime or is it on Netflix or where is it? Like or do I have to go to the Circle Cinema? Which is not a bad place to see some of these these films mm-hmm. but uh it's just knowing like if they're scheduled. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. no, I haven't seen it yet, <laughs> but <laughs>
0: I wonder how it looked. But yeah, like it was uh it was really cool seeing Michael Grey Eyes and uh Yeah. Chasky Spencer uh do their thing and uh there is a scene where Michael Grey eyes, I guess he comes in and he views the body.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And he's like looking at it. And then like uh he's leaving and I guess it's that character's mom, I think. I might be fucking up the story. But she confronts Michael Grey Eyes, so they get into this little tussle at the uh where he's been where he's trying to leave, yeah, yeah, and I think he like pushes her down, but there's a mat there, so she's like doing <laughs> her own stunts. And uh, I remember like them asking her, like, Are you okay with like you know doing this? Yeah, and yeah. she was like, Oh, yeah, let's do it. Like, just down, <laughs> like. <laughs> so they'd probably shot that like maybe six times, but oh, it was wow. really cool, yeah, it was really cool to see that, yeah, and then like got to meet Michael Gray Eyes, and uh, he was cool too, like, he just came started talking to us and everything, and yeah. And then it's crazy, like, seeing, like, actors, like, oh, yeah, like, just talking, having a good time. Then all oh, of a sudden it yeah. just, like, changes They go right into character. So, yeah, like, yeah. he becomes, like, a, I think he's a cop or something. And he just, like, has this, like, look on his face, like, you know, like police police guys do. You know? Yeah, yeah. Don't mess with me. Yeah, <laughs> so mess. It's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. And you played a lawyer?
1: Yeah. Um basically um you know the story is that um um one of the guys was accused of doing a murder in the past and so like he's getting into legal trouble with with uh things with having to do with the murder and stuff and so mm-hmm. yeah but it was like just tiny part <laughs> Do you have any other lines? No, no. I'm, but, but the interesting thing was the director was going. Okay, I want you to do this. I want you to do this with attitude. You know, you're carrying your briefcase and you're just like, you know, Mr. Big Time Lawyer, <laughs> 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 which which is funny because you never know. That's an interesting thing. You never know what they're going to ask you to do or or how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, not to digress, but. Um, there was this film that I was going to be an extra on called America, Imagine the World Without Her, and they had this scene where they were going to have this wagon, and they have these, <laughs> they, were, they were going to have these people that were going to be in front of the wagon and on the wagon, and this wagon was supposed to be horse-drawn, but they had they had these stunt people pulling the wagon and the wagon supposedly moving and mm-hmm. so i didn't know they were going to do this but so they so the director goes so anybody here have a really loud voice <laughs> and i immediately shouted i do and everybody <laughs> just about <laughs> everybody about dropped to the ground they're going what the hell <laughs> so the guy goes okay you here's what i want you to do i want you to get i want you we're going to be moving the wagon. I want you to jump in the wagon, and this is what I want you to start yelling out. Uh-huh. And this other guy is going to be driving the wagon. And so you're going to run around the back of the wagon and and carefully g- get up into the wagon as it's moving, and then you're going to stand by him, and you're going to be yelling this stuff. And so we did this, like, all morning. And it was kind of cool because this was the first time I had ever had any sort of speaking thing. And they had a... Um, they they had a um steady cam on me. Oh really? So they did different shots of me going around the wagon, getting up on the wagon <laughs> and standing there and we did it so many times that towards the end I almost didn't make it up on the wagon. <laughs> and I'm going, Please don't let me fall <laughs> That would be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this guy's this guy got hurt. <laughs> and we weren't even pulling the wagon with real horses. <laughs> so, yeah, you never know what what's going to be done or what's going to happen. Yeah, and so but but the point of that is um the director is looking for something and jump in and volunteer mm-hmm. even if it's going to be something like you want me to do what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, after all of that being said, they actually cut that scene from the movie. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so man. I was, I still got a credit, but it was uh, for that. But it's kind of like, so did I miss the scene? You know, mm-hmm. maybe the maybe the movie ran too long, and that's another thing. You can you can get a speaking part, and that doesn't guarantee that your part's going to stay there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, there was a, there's a real good example of that um, I'm trying to think what film it was. Um, maybe it was, maybe it was to the wonder the one with Ben Affleck. One of those films, there were a bunch of actors that had filmed, I mean, big time acting people (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they had parts and they had scenes and some of the stuff got completely cut and so then they got really angry like wait a minute (laughs) why did i get cut why did this happen and and the point of that is that you know as an actor you don't have any control over what they decide to include in a film or not Mm -hmm. and so um you just roll with it and hope that, yeah, I didn't end up on the cutting room floor, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. But it's, I thought it was funny that even big-time actors get pretty miffed or are pissed off. <laughs> like, <laughs> what happened? Well, didn't you get paid? Like, these yeah, people they, get paid big money. Yeah. You know, so there you go. You get but, paid anyway, so. Yeah. Uh... What are you complaining about? <laughs> <For real>? <laughs> <laughs> but, what, uh,
0: what did you think about a uh, golden arm? Our, that da- was, our day there.
1: That was actually, actually, I ended up doing several days of golden arm, and I really loved it. It was fun.
0: Oh yeah, well, yeah, because they emailed me, and they're like, "We do you want, want to do. We some want your more? group. The group that was here today. Yeah. Are you available to come back yeah. tomorrow and I think yeah. the next day." I was like, man, I gotta work, I'll see if I can get off, but you know, and then I already use like a lot of PTO for other things. So I was like, ah Yeah I can't, you know
1: Again that's <laughs> again that's one of those things where if you have a full time job you can't just kind of go, Yeah, I think I'll blow it off to do this. <laughs> I mean it's that's the nice thing about being retired and, and doing doing what I do um full time. I don't have to necessarily worry so much about well i do worry about the money but mm-hmm. um, not worrying about job conflicts and being able to um go to shoots um sometimes it's like i say at a moment's notice you know you can be on one one film shoot and then you get get a call that's oh by the way can you work us in to do this <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> this is this is this will be good yeah that yeah. was
0: uh, i can't wait for that movie to come out yeah it was I actually like when, funny
1: i don't know when it's supposed to come out and that's a that's another thing when when they were having auditions for that film mm-hmm. um I had auditioned for a speaking part for this one thing, and I forget um, what exactly the part. Was. I was a referee, an arm wrestling referee. Nice. And so, I did really well on the audition. I even got a call back saying, "Can you Which is, you know, can you come back and audition some more, mm-hmm. or because we're getting this down to a decision. And the interesting thing about that is <laughs> the person who got the part wasn't an actor, per se. Uh-huh. It was actually a guy who was with the production. I think he was actually the, a producer and um, a finance guy for the film. So I'm going, okay. He's a producer. He can he can get in there. He can have the role. Yeah, he take it away from us actors who <laughs> struggle to 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 do this. And he, in all fairness, I think he did a pretty good job. But it was kind of like, huh? So I lost out to this guy. Man, <laughs> no, it, it's good. Yeah, it's man. all good. <laughs> I I can't complain. <laughs> you know it, but it was fun. I was I was a super fan of the woman who played the villain i don't know if you remember her she was brenda brenda yeah the bone crusher and
2: mm-hmm.
1: all that <laughs> anyway so i'm the one person who's like cheering for the for the the evil <laughs> the evil arm wrestler and everybody else is is cheering for the for the other girl who you know actually wins yeah and so that was kind of different, but uh, that was lots of fun. Yeah. And then what's what's interesting after that film, I, I got a, a a golden arm T-shirt arm wrestling deal. Oh, nice. And they sent me, I don't know if you remember this, but you know how the different fans had big blow-up heads? Oh, of the oh different I saw wrestlers. pictures of that, yeah. I yeah. got one of the heads of, <laughs> of Brenda. Did you? <laughs> yeah. They sent it to me. They gave me... It gave me her. Uh, I don't think it was the the actual sign big head thing that yeah. I was holding in the in the film, but it was one like that, and I was totally surprised they sent that to me.
0: Man, that's fucking cool. Yeah, it's Where's like, mine. No, yeah, no, but it was like
1: totally unexpected. It's like wow, they sent me this this memento from this movie uh-huh so i've got it in, i've got it in my apartment and i've got it kind of up on the wall and so when you walk into the apartment you see this you see this woman going like this <laughs> <laughs> like she's angry like she's gonna tear you apart yeah. <laughs> yeah it's pretty cool yeah pretty cool movie
0: i remember like uh cause she walks in like where i'm like right there yeah she's like what if I push this guy? I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I do. Like, I remember and I was like, that. yeah, push me. <laughs> I'll exaggerate it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, her name was uh, Olivia, the actress's name, and she's really nice. Yeah. Really nice. We're friends on Facebook. So, For real? Yeah. Badass. Real. Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally, you get to meet some actors or actresses that are pretty cool mm-hmm. about... That sort of thing. Um, I was uh, in a movie called 13 Minutes, which I'm really excited about seeing, and it's this disaster movie. And the story is four different groups of people have their own experience of this 13 minutes during this tornado disaster. Mm -hmm. And I play this emergency management person and the interesting thing was the first day of filming. <laughs> um, the main, one of the main actresses, Amy Smart, um, was going to be the lead person for the emergency management team, mm-hmm. and so I go in, and there's like three other of us with her, and and we're just kind of sitting around talking before shooting. I didn't even recognize who she was, which is terrible. It's like I just thought she was another extra or something. David. And I'm going, so and I I think I even said, so what part do you play in this movie? Like like she was probably going, uh, well I've got I'm one of the main actresses. She didn't say that. She was very nice. Yeah, I mean, she's very totally unassuming and very nice. Yeah, I mean, if it was somebody else, they'd probably sit there and go, oh, "What? You don't recognize who are I you, am? Are you kidding me, <laughs> are sir? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I've been in, I've been in fifty, a hundred films. <laughs> I was sorry. in the Avengers. How dare yeah, you? Yeah, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no. I've acted with the best directors. No, <laughs> oh, but yeah, I'm excited to see that film because it's it's. I've got a pretty pretty good part in that movie, and it's got some interesting people in there, too. Um, Trace Adkins, the music country music singer, mm-hmm. he's in that film, and there's a scene where he gets injured and we're supposed to carry him on a stretcher, and I don't know if you know how big a man he really is. Yeah, he's a tall dude. He's tall, and he's he's like... I don't know, 350 or something, Jeez. and real tall. Well, they decided they weren't going to use him actually in the stretcher, so we have to carry this guy who's like a double. And the, I, and the double is no smaller nor <laughs> lighter than him. And so when we first tried to pick him up, it was like, whoa, because we tried to pick him up with four guys, could you yeah. do it. So we actually had six people <laughs> on the stretcher to pick him up. And I thought I was going to die because <laughs> it was like, you want us to carry him from where to where? We're not going to make it. Oh this guy God. is way too big. Mm-hmm. But we, we shot it and we, we had to do the repeated action several times. And afterwards I was going, okay, if I have to carry this guy one more time, <laughs> I'm not going to make it, but, uh, yeah, it was, that was a fun movie to do too. We have a scene where we all jump into this tornado, tornado shelter and they made a fake tornado shelter. And what's funny about that is they had these wind machines and they're just blowing like crazy. And I mean, it's like literally i don't know 70 mile an hour wind and you're you're trying to run towards the tornado shelter and this tornado shelter is like real shallow like mm. it's fake yeah but they had pads in it so you're supposed to jump into the shelter and then down so they can't see you mm. and there were several times where i fell on one of the actresses <laughs> trying to get into the shelter and then there was another deal where we're running and and this other actress can't run because the wind is so is blowing so hard, uh-huh. and it's like, oh no, this is not gonna work. But <laughs> <laughs> no, we we ended up getting it filmed and uh, jumping into jumping into cars and like we're gonna run away from the tornado and mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's cool. Damn, exciting film.
0: Yeah, thirteen minutes.
1: Thirteen minutes. Thirteen yeah.
0: minutes. I'm trying to remember if I remember seeing that like on the casting calls and
1: stuff 13. yeah
0: it sounds familiar so I might have
1: it should be coming out um, I want to say it's gonna come out in may so
0: on prime or
1: uh I don't know yeah um, a lot of these films are supposed to have a have a theatrical release date and since theaters aren't really uh showing films. Um, or at least not that much, mm-hmm. I don't know how it's gonna work if it's gonna come out on prime or h b o Netflix Max. or h b o or um I know some of the films that we've shot lately in Oklahoma have been- sh- either been shown on Netflix or um Hallmark Channel mm-hmm. yeah, so <laughs> you never know. <laughs>
0: David you're everywhere I'm everywhere
1: <laughs> <laughs> I even was a taxi driver for this one film that's that's gonna be on the Hallmark channel it's uh it's called Parked for Love Parked for love <laughs> yeah <laughs> this woman uh, goes camping and she finds love I think with a park ranger or something and it's kind of I don't know. I'm not going to say cheesy, but it's, you know, it's a Hallmark movie. So there you go. (laughs) And I, I play this taxi driver and I'm driving this Prius that they've made to look like a taxi. And that was kind of cool. I like, I like driving vehicles for films. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've driven Jeeps. Um, um, I drove this boat for this, um, for one of the Chickasaw uh, recreation commercials, this powerboat down, mm-hmm. down on a uh, tin killer. No, one tin killer. Anyway, this powerboat is like an inboard, like it, it'll do like 70 miles an hour on the water. Mm-hmm. And so we're shooting in the boat, and, and the owner of the boat is ducked down, and he and he wants me and this this young actor who's playing my son to be driving the boat and stuff. And so they decide to do a drone shot. And so he's ducked down, and they're telling me, okay, we want you to open up the boat. And I go, what? Like, really? You want you want me to see how fast this boat will go? And, yeah, don't be afraid to open it up. The, oh my God. the owner's right there with you. So it's one of these deals where (laughs) go down the arm of this lake and back again and down the arm of this lake and trying to judge how much lake I've got before I need to slow down and turn around. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, so I probably got it up to about 65. Mm -hmm. And what's funny is the the production crew is going, that was awesome! You outran the drone! The drone couldn't keep up with you! (laughs) (laughs) I'm going as long as you get the shot, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's lots of fun. I'd like to do a a thing where um, it's a film that's an action thriller or something where you get to drive cars and do chases and all that. I'm not certified to be um, a, a stunt driver, but... I do know how to do a J turn. So. Oh yeah? yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> now if anybody will trust me with their car to do it. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> hey, you wanna go out? We can we can do <laughs> it we can do it right here and run. We'll, front be, of your we'll house. be back,
0: everybody. We're gonna go try it out real quick. <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> neighbors may not like that though. <laughs> I who cares? No. They're loud whenever I'm trying to yeah, do this. No. Yeah.
1: I can see the headlines. Two people were arrested by the Broken Arrow Police Department for doing stunt driving. They were practicing. Hey, we're... it's how it's done, right? Don't you need us to do this. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh man.
1: Do anything for for a film. <laughs>
0: man, David, I I didn't know, like, you know, you you've been doing this for that long, like from twi like you said you tried out for twister, you know, and then, oh well, yeah, yeah, you you well you didn't do the twister, but you know, and then going into now, I honestly thought like when you when it said retired architecture, like I just quit and yeah, then, well like retired architecture started retired yeah. ar- architecture, I thought you meant like. You just recently retired or something, you know, like maybe five or six years ago.
1: No, I've been retired longer than that. I'm older than I looked. (laughs) I I didn't,
0: I mean, like, (laughs) you look young to me, you know. And I'm sure you look young to a lot of people.
1: Well, that's the the advantage I have. I not only have an ambiguous look, but I can play a pretty wide range of ages. Mm -hmm. So, a good example is... I've had a deal where they go, yeah, we want someone in kind of in the 40 to 45 year range and, and you apply for it and then by gollies, I got it. I can't <laughs> believe they think of that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then some of the deals, uh, that come up, some of the casting calls, you know, may ask for someone who's older, like in their fifties or something, you know, and then you're disappointed where you go, Okay, I, apparently I don't look old enough and I'm I'm an, and I'm much older than, than fifty, so Man. Yeah. I'm gonna say <laughs> My girlfriend says it's because of the way I speak mm-hmm. that my mannerisms and the way I speak I don't sound old. So mm-hmm i, don't know I think it is i don't know what old's supposed to sound like <laughs> it's that old guy that old guy yeah
0: <laughs> i don't know what it is you don't look like old or anything like i mean i'm damn when do we when do we do that uh
1: which one sick that girl sick girl
0: when was that uh was that like three years ago
1: <laughs> no i don't think it was that long two
0: years ago two years almost two years or something like that yeah I look exactly yeah. the same <laughs> well you look exactly the same <laughs> Not really no.
2: yeah you do <laughs>
0: well, I've lost some weight, so I probably do now, but during like the pandemic man i I put on a ton of weight oh i
1: i actually man. Gained, I don't know if you can tell, but I've actually gained weight from the pandemic. I can't tell you can't tell, no. yeah, well, I feel it. <laughs> I feel I move slower <laughs> <laughs> pandemic pounds you can sit around and oh man just eat I, for Nothing real like <laughs> I ate
0: I drunk a bunch of soda and I just played this xbox yeah that's all I did during. I
1: I belong to a health club and um they have been on and off with with being open and I really miss it because I probably haven't exercised really well for for a year. Mm-hmm. And I can kind of feel it. And I just got a notice the other day from them, an email saying that Monday they're going to open up again. Um, they've been more conservative than other health clubs and gyms, and uh, which mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. Um, I'm fully vaccinated now, so I feel like I can go exercise and <laughs> get covid No. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I'm gonna get it now. No. No.
0: <laughs> you should uh should get um you you think you still wear a mask? Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh you should because they don't they don't know for sure if if you can still have the virus like in your nose or in your mouth and that somehow you can still spread it, even yeah. though you don't contract it, but you can still spread it to other people mm-hmm. just by breathing and coughing and sneezing. And <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I'll still wear a mask for quite a while. Um, I've got, I've got two kids, and I've got three grandsons that you know I'd want people to to be careful. You know, even though everyone's getting vaccinated now. You know, still be careful, wear a mask, social distance. Yeah. Do the right thing. For sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, um, Under Armour has some really good masks. Yeah. They're real breathable, and, you know, they're sweat-proof, and I have one, but I need to buy another one, because uh I was a lot bigger when I bought that one. It's a 2X. <laughs> it's a 2X mask, so, but now, like, it's really loose on me. And I usually wear it to work because I'm moving around. You need to grow Fill it out. <laughs> no natives, man. They can't really grow them beards. I know. <laughs> but I know. No, but uh, I need to buy a smaller one, though. Yeah. So I bought mine at uh, Dick Sporting Goods. Okay. Sponsor me, Dick's. But, uh... I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. But, um...
1: If you're hearing this... Yeah. If you haven't this heard this... a podcast needs a, go a good and, sponsor. Go ahead and sponsor and me. And Dick's is a good sponsor. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'll shout you out. I'll sell anything. Yeah. But, uh... You you're not a sponsor me yet, so I'm not gonna talk about you no more. <laughs> but uh,
1: we'll find you a sponsor. <laughs> I'll no, work but, on it, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Tell everyone, say hey, if you've got business, yeah. Russell can shout it out. Yeah. Y'all can work together. But no, those masks are really good though. Um, they have one that's an Under Armour one. Then they have one that's made from. Well, it's the Rock.
1: Oh yeah. It's from
0: the Rocks collection so oh, really? yeah so it's made for like Bigger... activity
1: oh activity yeah stuff.
0: like okay. so like if you go to the gym again you know it, it's breathable it's like it's functional you know, and it's I really haven't thought about
1: that yeah because uh when i go to the gym um i do some stuff on machines and stuff but uh one of my favorite things is to do the rowing machine oh yeah and i'm i'm big time into rowing <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll row for an hour. Oh my god! There are people that go an hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you do that? I can't row for five minutes. For real? T- yeah. <laughs> no. But that's one of my main exercises, or I run around on the track. So mm-hmm.
0: you yeah. row for an hour. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, I can burn. I can burn. Let's see. In an hour's time, I can probably do in distance. Probably eight K, ten K. Damn. Which is a long ways. Yeah. And I can burn close to a thousand calories. Yeah. In an hour. Wow. That's that's hardcore. Yeah. That's uh <laughs> asked me to do that right now, I don't think so. Uh... I'd have to build up to it. <laughs> but yeah.
0: Damn. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Rowing is good because it uses a variety of muscles and you can go you can do real aerobic kind of rowing or anaerobic rowing where you just can't breathe Mm -hmm. or you can just do a steady long distance thing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah when i do a variety of things
0: when i lived in new mexico i was at this crossfit gym crossfit people are crazy by the way yeah i was at this uh crossfit gym and uh you know i signed up there to work out and everything and it had a MMA and all that so I got into that too but I started with CrossFit because I wanted to at least kind of like get into shape before I started that so I never did CrossFit never heard of it and then it's just movements and they have a thing called uh, the the WOD workout of the day so I remember we did these uh, wall balls so basically you're throwing this ball this 20 pound ball up You're catching it and you're squatting it. You do that like 10 times and then you do, we did box jumps. You do burpees. And yeah, you got to do burpees. And then the final thing to do after all that, because I think like each thing's a minute. Yeah. So you're doing a minute and they tell you time, go to the next thing. So there's no stopping. There's no no like, oh God. So (laughs) you're going to the next thing like automatically. And then the last thing was rowing. So I've never rowed before. I've seen it like, you know, people do it, but I've never done it. Yeah, and it's like just a minute. Just go as hard as you can. So I well, get on some, it.
1: There's some technique to it if you do it correctly. Yeah, to where you're, where you just aren't, you know, going at it with brute, brute vengeance. But uh, um, yeah, it, it's hard, man. It's hard.
0: Yeah, know. I went a minute, and like I got to like, he start forty seconds, and I was like,
1: oh god, I can't make it to a please. Minute. <laughs> I
0: don't know if I can make it. And then like I tried to slow down and they're like Yeah. Pick it up. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. So you do it enough you can do steady and then occasionally do sprint mm-hmm. in there where you get to get your um, your breathing going and your and your heart rate going and then you slow back down mm-hmm. to the steady. You do that in intervals. Yeah. Yeah. it's a good way to doing it. It's it's really is a good way to burn calories it is and it's not one of those things that um is high impact like other things no
0: yeah 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 i tried to do it on my own one time uh i think 10 gym has a rowing machine and um this was like years like four or five years ago so i like tried to get on it just because i don't do crossfit anymore but i got on it and I was going and two minutes was good for me. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god Well,
1: I have a lot of respect for you that you ever did CrossFit because those people are crazy. Yeah. I hate to say that, I mean <laughs> You know, and in some of their challenge deals, their um big championship things are insane watching them do that. Oh yeah, it's like a big big thing like Iron Man or something. Yeah. 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 It's, it's really chaotic
0: because I, like, I, I, I know of, like, just your regular bench press, you know, your mm-hmm. curls and your squats and just, like, your standard workout. Yeah. And then you go to that. I've never heard of it. And it's just fast yeah. movement. And it's just crazy movements all the time. Yeah. And then... I was like, you God going. I'm gonna get hurt or so you really gotta focus of like not like falling or like yes. and if you're tired, just kinda like come back to your place and then yeah. because of box jumps, I was always afraid of like just tripping up and oh, just yeah. shredding my
1: my uh You can really hurt yourself, yeah. My
0: old uh shin, yeah. I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> but yeah, shred my shin up on that box and mm-hmm. but it's pretty crazy, man. And then when I when we moved back here, there's a lot of CrossFit gyms, but jeez, they're expensive.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Real expensive. Yep. <laughs> so just lay around now. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just lay around doing podcasts, <laughs> enjoying the good life.
2: <laughs> just chilling, you just know. Chilling.
0: Yeah, just chilling, reaching out to everybody, you know.
1: We need to get you in doing some more acting. Good yeah for you, man. I know,
0: like um I was wanting to and then the pandemic happened and Well they they've had
1: know. some they've had some things come up where I could really see you getting in like killers of the flower moon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one everybody wants to get into and they uh you know, they had started production or filming, um When was it? Kinda towards the end of the summer. No, it's before that. Gads, I've lost track now. Anyway, the pandemic hit and they they were trying to do some and then they stopped altogether and then I've heard that in recent times they're gonna start up again Mm -hmm. for seven months. Yeah, just straight, Uh, huh? Straight, yeah. Go going for it. So I've applied But I don't know what my chances are.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember they had those uh huge casting calls. Oh what, yeah. here, Oklahoma City. Yeah, I actually went to the. I went to the one in Pahusco, Yeah, because was the only time I could go. I was like, oh, if I be an extra, you know, I I don't mind. You know, I just want to be on like this oh, set. It'd be an awesome. Yeah, it'd be awesome a, movie, it'd Be an honor, man. you know, yeah. to be on a Scorsese flick at least. Sure. And what, uh huh.
1: What, what's What's funny is. There's this thing on Facebook going around with, uh, name the movie that, that was going on when you were 21, and that will predict how your, <laughs> how your year is going to be 2021. Uh-huh. And so I looked up what movie was number one while I was 21, and it was Dog Days Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon. Dog Day Afternoon. With Al Pacino, and I'm going. It's a sign that means I get to film with Al Pacino. <laughs> so who knows, you know, maybe I can I can get to do uh killers, it'd be cool.
0: Well, like everything else, David. What? It's gonna happen. <laughs> things happen. Things happen. <laughs> yeah, things happen things for happen. a reason. Yeah.
1: Not by accident.
0: Boom <laughs> that was like was that last February? The kills of the fireman, I wanna say it was, I guess so i I've a, lost track
1: of time,
0: me too. It seems like twenty twenty just lasted forever, yes, it did last forever, and I kinda of just forget, yeah, the things that happened before that, yeah, because it all kinda of just meshes together, but yeah, we went to pahuska, and you know they took my height and
1: clothes size, yes, yes. they were like. They want to know all your sizes, yeah, pant size, and they're like, "Well, I'll let you coat know, coat size, hat size," which is kind of odd. <laughs> How many people know their hat size if you don't wear hats, except maybe ball caps or yeah. something.
0: <laughs> and then uh, took all that, and then we left. No, dude, it was like I'm pretty sure that happened in like November, because that was before like, because February was when like the pandemic was kind of a thing, but then it wasn't a thing. Yeah. And then in yeah. March was when everything like shut down.
1: Yeah. Here. Yeah. So then I, it got real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I
0: got a uh, got pretty real. Everybody's yeah, on lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> Man. And then nobody knew what happened with that. And then just, you know, like you yeah. said on the Facebook, it was like, all right, we're going to start back up. And I think there was like a thing about like, Send in your stuff again, but virtually. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and the interesting thing about that too is for for that for those casting calls, they're still looking for people. It's kind of one of these deals where you get the impression that you're put into a pool of actors, and then they ask you on the on the um, casting call information. So, are you going to take vacations? What days are you available? What hours? Can we get you on short notice? Which I'm always kind of hesitant because it's like, yeah, I know what that means. You're going to let me know the night before that, oh, yeah, we want to use you in something. And, oh, by the way, there's a 6 o'clock set call and you have to drive (laughs) to Bartlesville or Pasco. Yeah. (laughs) Can you do that? And, again, like what we were saying before about you know, being excited and not being able to go to sleep and, mm. and trying to do stuff on no sleep, <laughs> but that's acting, people. Yeah, so it's how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> got to be ready
0: for sure. Yeah, you always yeah. got to be ready for anything. Yeah, like you said, um volunteering. Yeah. 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 And getting ready to hear As long as
1: they don't want to set me on fire and watch me go screaming down the street. You know, like they do in, in some movies yeah. where they have the guy who sit who's set on fire and he's waving his arms around like a <laughs> like a zombie or like something. An,
0: uh, anchorman? Yeah, anchorman. That yeah. feisty <laughs> yeah. that random guy just on fire. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Somebody has to do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Pay me enough money. Give me a credit. For real, yeah. Let me let me be able to join SAG AFTRA and get my union membership. <laughs> is it worth being set on fire for? It is. Yes. It is. It is. Oh, <laughs> man. That's how you get to be rich and famous, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You got to, what is it? You got to sacrifice yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And the, being put if you, on fire is if the. You,
1: if you get a scene that's one of those memorable scenes where people go, you know. I I remember seeing that movie, and the the coolest part was when this guy was literally exploded or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was that guy. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Oh, you're the guy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know your name, but I recognize your face. You're that guy that got yeah, blown up. <laughs> <laughs> and I really appreciate this. I do. I appreciate the opportunity. And me and getting to sit and talk with you has been, been a real blast because, you know, it, you're right. You don't get an opportunity to visit with people you film with or mm-hmm. see elsewhere and yeah, yeah, and you get to know them. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because like I knew like. So what time do we have dinner? Are you gonna? <laughs> no, I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> it's McDonald's. <laughs> no.
1: There was a movie that I was I had done an audition for that was supposed to have Wes Studi in it. I oh was really, shit! I was really looking forward to that. It was uh, called Wildfire, and they were going to shoot it over at Tahlequah. And for whatever reason, he had to bow out of the out of the film. Did he? Yeah, and so this uh, other actor took his uh, took his spot, and he's. Uh, Mo brings plenty or Moses brings plenty. He's a he's a Native American actor uh-huh. who's been in a lot of stuff. Yellowstone, uh Hell on Wheels, House of Cards, um the Cherokee word for water, which I think is funny because there is a word there. That that's what Riker they, that, was saying. <laughs> which they don't use. Yeah, that's the exact same thing he yeah. said. What's the deal with that? Yeah. <laughs> and interestingly interestingly enough, on 13 Minutes, I acted with a Black Elk, who's a really cool Native American actor. And he also was in Yellowstone. Um. And that that's kind of an interesting um, series to to be on. I've I've not had the opportunity. I had a friend that was going to be on Yellowstone, and he really looks like the epitome of wild west cowboy kind of guy. And mm-hmm. he was all set to do some episodes, and he broke his arm. <laughs> really? And he had some kind of issue where where the arm broke. It was going to take a long time to heal, and so he missed the opportunity and never quite recovered, right? And, you know, again, that's one of those things where sometimes stuff happens, sometimes good stuff, sometimes bad stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, Uh, Takala was a really cool guy to work with in that movie, 13 Minutes. Uh, Oh, that's where you work with him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway there you go <laughs> yeah I was just disappointed that that movie wildfire that uh, they were filming in Tahlequah um, I read for a part that was like 32 lines and and basically three scenes really? to memorize for an audition uh-huh. and I did I think I did a good job and the funny thing about that film was a lot of The actors they got for that film were not Oklahoma actors. Mm. They brought them in from outside. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, that they had a lot of extras they used from Oklahoma, but unfortunately...
0: They brought in their own.
1: They brought in their own. That's not a good thing to do.
0: No, that's what I hear a lot, too. It's not a... Well, something... if you're gonna
1: do the tax credit thing, you need yeah. to employ as many Oklahoma actors as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, I remember when I remember hearing about that movie too,
1: Wildfire. Yeah, Michael Murphy, uh, the singer, who did the song Wildfire. Do you remember hearing that song? Mm-mm. Probably before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michael Martin Murphy. He was in that film. He played this pastor or preacher minister something yeah i would have liked to have met him he <laughs> did some really good music uh uh-huh. back in the day 70s <laughs> yeah i have to look him up <laughs> <laughs> now you feel real young and i feel real old <laughs> This has been a blast. Yeah. Are we... Uh, man. You got any more things you want to talk about? I kind of want to
0: save, like, more stuff for later on. Yeah, we can. Because, like, uh, I really, you know, like, everybody that comes on, you know, I want them to come back. Okay. You know, and, uh, and we'll talk more, you know, stuff we didn't get to talk about. Sure. Like, we can talk more about that, and there's always stuff to talk about. So yeah. I mean, it's not like, like, like maybe like we got to hear like a part of who David is next time. Learn more, you know, <laughs> like with your meteorites. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And I want to ask a question, but I'm gonna wait. Okay, <laughs> so, you're gonna have to. I wanna. Is
1: this is this is this like a TikTok thing where it's like wait for part two? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Watch this video and then Watch wait for. This part... video. <laughs> no. I hate that.
1: I'm... I always scroll scroll <laughs> away from that what part two no or part three no i'm not gonna do it
0: <laughs> there's one we're watching where this girl kind of got on my nerves but she found this like uh safe or
1: something oh yeah yeah
0: and she was like we're gonna open this safe check out part two so i go to part two It's like all right we're trying to drill in it so they're drilling oh, in this they're no. drilling in it right and then uh She's like, it's not working. Three. It's not working. Come to part three. <laughs> so I fucking sat there and I watched that entire thing and then go to part three and then she called somebody else to come. So, like, the whole yeah. video is like her saying, This guy's going to come try to open it, but he's not coming until the morning. So, I'll come oh, for part four. No. I'm like, Do I really want to go no, to part four? No, you don't want to go
1: to part four.
0: Well, I spent all this time watching you You're all committed these. now. <laughs>
1: I'm in it. I'm in it. <laughs>
0: and so it's like, So I go to part four. It's like the morning of, I think, and then she's like, waiting, waiting on him. He says, it's going to be late. Come to part five. I'm like, damn it. All right. (laughs) Finally, part five, he's in there, and he's opening it, or he's drilling in it with his special tool or something, and uh, he finally opens it, and she's like, at the first video, I think she's like, man, it could be like money, it could be like treasure, something really cool. That's why I stayed. Yeah. And so... They open it. And there's like this little box, this little bitty box, and all it has is like expired checks, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. So sort of like
1: Geraldo's safe, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's a safe that she found in his house, like they bought, I guess, and it was in the in the basement. So that's no, why that's it was terrible. like that's where the curious the curiosity came. And I sat there and I was like, I'm gonna throw my phone, <laughs> and I'm just gonna break this so I don't ever
1: have to get on here again. Yeah. And people wonder, all you TikTokers out there, why you don't get enough followers and you don't get to be influencers because you come up with lame stuff and go to part two to see it.
0: Yeah. Check out all these vids. I want to be,
1: you you know, if I were to do TikTok stuff, I want to be like Leslie Jordan. You know who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just crazy. Yeah. He comes on and and every I mean you can have one episode and and just love it and then it's like yeah I can't wait to see him again what he's gonna say he does crazy <laughs> crazy stuff yeah that's what you want if you want to be an influencer and have people follow you and and like stuff and share it you know you need to come up with some and there are some good stuff I yeah, mean there's all some fairness stuff, yeah. But. There's some stuff that's like, yeah, I'm not going there.
0: <laughs> when I first got on there, it was like, a, ah, man, I fell down this like rabbit hole of conspiracy somehow. Oh yeah. <laughs> so my whole timeline or whatever it's called was just filled with like all these like conspiracies and like these alien things and oh, I mean yeah. like it's like interesting to like look at.
1: We need to talk about yeah. alien
0: stuff. For real, yeah. I'm I've down. I've
1: had a UFO experience. Have you? Yeah. We'll save that for later. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I mean it's real, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm down to hear it, man. <laughs> but please let me wait. <laughs> let me wait for it because I want to be surprised like yeah, whenever it's... like you tell me it because I don't want you to tell me it and then I'll be i'll be like oh i've already heard this
1: (laughs) no you've not heard this but
0: no like if you told me now oh yeah yeah yeah. and then like next time you come on it's like not a surprise yeah so i won't have like this genuine reaction to it yeah but man that's fucking dope you know david uh thank you for coming on
1: well thank you for having me
0: and thank you for you know making time to actually come on and drive here you know i know everyone's busy but you know i appreciate you coming on and uh Having a good time. It is like good time. getting to know each other and uh This while...
1: place this place, this podcast should be known for a good time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you heard it, everybody. This podcast is known for a good time. Yeah. So don't be afraid to reach out and come on. If I reach out to you, don't be afraid to come on. And we'll just chill, we'll just talk, have some water. You know, if you want a soda, I'll give you just soda, you know. So
1: What, you have soda? <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: I just got tap water. Uh Oh (laughs) no. All I got was Walmart water. water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. But, uh, yeah, I guess we're going to cut this, uh, cut this one. And David, you know, you're welcome back anytime. And I can't wait for the next time you do come on so we can talk more about everything, (laughs) everything we didn't get to talk about. I hope uh, we're going to talk about it when you come back on, uh, but, uh, do you, do you want to give out like your social media, how people can, you know, follow you
1: or follow contact
0: me. you or, uh, add you as a friend, um, or maybe like, uh, if you got you clips can, on YouTube,
1: you can, okay, let's see. Uh, you can, I've got a Facebook page that's, um, just David C. Tam and, uh, you can find some stuff about me on IMDb, the Internet uh, Movie Database. Um, I don't really do do much other social media stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Adam on Facebook. Yeah, he's a good guy, and then you always know what Russell's he's up to. a good guy. What he's up to. I'm a good guy. <laughs> he said it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. we was going. This is where we're gonna cut it. Um. Follow David or uh, Adam as a friend if you want. Uh, just always keep up with him, what he's doing, and go check out his IMDB page um, for past work and future work. And uh, if you're not already following the Okie Podcast Instagram, please do. Also follow the uh, Facebook page, Okie Podcast. And if you haven't already, uh, just go ahead and... Uh, Subscribe, rate, review the podcast on all platforms: uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, it's on YouTube, and I just now got it on Amazon Music. So everybody, go out there, rate it, review it, love it, hate it, whatever, whatever. Let's uh, let's get the word out there about Oki Podcast. Until next time, everybody. Peace.